learn the most advanced recruiting techniques. Land the most desirable talent. Launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with Rick Gerard. Fundraising is difficult, especially when you are missing a hiring process. Understanding who you are and defining your process are critical in bringing confidence to your investors. It is not difficult to solidify a process. Bring confidence to your team and your investors by demonstrating that you understand the importance of getting the right people on the bus. Today's quote, you must have confidence in your competence. And that's our friend Elijah Cummings. My name is Rick Gerard, and this is the Higher Power Radio Show. We help entrepreneurs and business leaders with difficult hiring challenges by providing proven solutions to help you to win the right hire. We share insights from top performing rebel entrepreneurs, industry experts, and entrepreneurs like our guest today, Mr. John Yanyali. He's the CEO of JuiceBot. John is an energetic entrepreneur who jumped into business world by investing in the agriculture, educational, construction, and technology industries. He's a former COO of Electronet, a digital technologies provider similarly focused on the smart industry. With John's involvement, Electronet became the world's largest manufacturer a developer of custom hardware and software systems in the Middle East and North Africa. In 2017, he joined JuiceBot as an executive board member. And last year, he was made chief executive officer of JuiceBot. He builds and models a great company culture while providing inspired leadership, which is what makes John the perfect expert for today's topic. John, welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show today. Thank you for having me, Rick. Ah, it's a pleasure to have you. All right. So today we're going to cover a couple of different things. We're talking about how your hiring process affects fundraising. And so we're going to talk about why having a hiring process is critical. And then we're going to talk about how to build your hiring process to raise capital. Sound like fun? Yeah, sounds great. All right. So let's talk about why does a hiring process affect fundraising? Why do you need one? For, for various reasons, but obviously investors invest in the in the team and the people more, yeah. more than the idea itself because a great team of people can make a great product into a great business. But as we are the entrepreneurs and as we're getting started bootstrapping and seed funding, we lose focus and we start focusing too much on the product itself rather than the team. Our main concern becomes getting the product out there one way or another. Uh, and especially with the whole MVP approach, we forget about the team and then we find ourselves lacking the people. And for those of us who don't know, MVP is? Uh, minimum viable product. Okay, Just not get it, most get it. valuable player. Yeah, <laughs> not, 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 that would be NBA. <laughs> uh, for, for the tech community, you know, minimum viable product, get it out there as much as you can, as soon as you can, fix it as you go. Yep. Uh, make sure it works enough to create some traction, but only improve it. But even for that, you need great technical people and engineers to be a part of the product and then make it better as quickly as possible. And you said a really key thing there, which is investors invest in the team yeah. as opposed to the product. They bet on the jockey rather than the horse, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, I mean, horse eventually is going to have to change because the track changes, right? So whether you're a tech company or whether you're a tech startup, uh, whether you're billions and billions of dollars are worth or whether you're just starting up, you really need to uh, have a lot of faith and a lot of uh, a lot of commitment to your team so that they're also part of a dream as well. You're in a fundraiser right now, right? Yeah. And I think you guys have actually raised funding. We have. Okay, you've raised what? A seed funding uh, we, did, we, we did a seed round okay. of $5 million, okay. uh, which is a pretty nifty amount for, That's a for, for, for good a startup. Seed round, yeah. yeah, it's a good seed round. Okay. 
So, which is interesting because most companies fail actually from their seed round to their series A. Yeah. At that point, you've got some pretty heavy, like that's when you start getting pressure at that, yeah. as soon as you close that seed round to get those roles filled, get the product out the door, get yeah. get all these things done. Why is it important to have a hiring process? Well, you have to define the positions that you need yeah. to, to fill because obviously you promise your investors certain goals and KPIs and you will get there. And you need people to get there and you need to define what kind of people you need. So once you define the roles and then you, you start promoting those roles in your company, in order to attract the right talent, you need to put in a process because otherwise they will not hear of you. You will not be able to have, you will not be able to access them. And then you'll end up getting less quality of people who will still contribute, but it will not get you there as quickly. What kind of scrutiny did you guys go under when you were doing your seed round? Uh, did, I mean, did they I, quiz you on like, okay, well, how are you going to hire these yeah, people? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so so we we do a a we do the first uh, robotic juice vending machine, right? So it's a hardware project. So that was we we got really questioned a lot by the investors about our capability. Are you going to be able to build this product? Who's going to build this product? How are you going to find the people who's going to build this product? How are you going to keep them on your payroll? Is that going to be expensive? Are they going to ask for equity? Are you going to give them equity? So you get all these like you just you, you get bombarded with these questions. Yeah. Half of them you don't have the answer to, you know, but you have to. So you go back and think about it. Uh, but having a hiring process yeah. is the key to actually keeping those people, right? So, yeah. and yeah. being able to attract new people. So that was the first thing that we learned. You can't, if, if you're a tech company, if you're in California, you cannot keep people only on, on payroll. They have to have a stake in the company. Yeah. Uh, minority equity, some part of the credit, whether it's financial, uh, part of the patent, their name on something. They need to be a part of the company in any way so that, you know, you can keep them. Finding them is one thing. Keeping them is another because California is very competitive when it comes well, to yeah, tech. Well, yeah, there's always somebody reaching you, out saying, yeah. hey, I got a bigger, better check. Exactly. <laughs> as soon as people raise funds, as once we, like, we will too very soon, and then we'll also grab other people's great guys as well. God, it's, and right now is such a great time to do that. It is. Right? It, it is. If you guys are not positioning yourselves <laughs> to pick off great talent right now, you're wasting your time. Like, Yeah, this, yeah, this is Perfect. I, I, mean, I, I do like three interviews every other day for, for technical guys. Marketing and sales is relatively easier to get access to. But sure. you know, technical here is a little more challenging. But like, like you said, it's the perfect time to, to be on the lookout for a job or look out for new talent, at least just to see what is out there. I feel like the companies who can change and actually drive through this process, continue to hire and upgrade their staff are going to come out of this like the Phoenix. They're yeah. just going to burst yeah. out of this like I mean, imagine stronger than ever. Right now, this crisis is being managed by those people. If they're good, if they don't crack under pressure, they will find a way to float you through this. If they jump ship, then you're stranded and you got to figure it out all by yourself, which is not easy. Looking back in retrospect, if you would have said, okay, like we have a clearly defined hiring process. Here's the way it lays out. Here's our timeline. This is what it's going to look like. Yeah. And then this is going to carry through to helping us to attract the right people. And then we just have to do a good job of managing them to retain them. Our process had to be a little more flexible. If you're a tech company, it's kind of hard to put your finger on it in terms of what you're going to pay them and what kind of equity and what's going to happen in the long run. Well, that that's like what you're. That's how you're going to compensate them, right? Yeah. But like having the process of how to how to get them in the door, get I them mean, to interview I mean, with you. Finding them, like like scouting them, is if that's what you're asking for, is is it's kind of fun because like you really have to be out there. You have to attend all the events, all the expos because that's where they are, mm -hmm. and you know you have to. Whether it's like this small get together, uh, like like you guys do, 
just you just have to find them and then you have to tell them about your company and your vision and your mission and what you want to change in the world and if you are a good enough storyteller and if you're sincere about what you're telling them they will buy into that dream and they'll try to be a part of it whether just either by helping out giving their two cents or actually coming out and being a part of the company i think if they share the same values if those are important yeah. to them though those are things that are important to them it is like somebody who hates jews probably would not want yeah. to go work the juice box <laughs> yeah yeah right? i mean you, but i happen to be like a i juice i had 32 ounce juice this morning i love it so yeah i mean it really helps i mean a great company culture is obviously very important yeah it's, it's not easy to build because you have to say get people with with same ideology and you know coming from similar backgrounds and similar hopes and dreams building an authentic engineering culture is also a very important for the technical people as well. So that's what the entrepreneurs should be focusing on because we actually have one job, finding the right people and getting them together. All right, you're listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. I'm Rick Girard and for our podcast listeners, we're gonna take a quick educational moment from our sponsors. Hey, check out what we do at stridesearch.com. There you'll find additional resources and video links to the show. Our guest today is John Yagnoli. He's the CEO of JuiceBot. And we are talking about having a hiring process and the importance of having a hiring process as you're raising funding. Let's talk about how to build a process to really make those investors feel warm and fuzzy about it, yeah. writing that check for you, right? Yeah. All right, yeah. so where do we start? Obviously, you really have to ha have your priorities figured out. If you're building a product first, obviously technical is your priority. But you manage culture though, be even before the product, right? You have to understand who you are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, just working on the strategy of the company itself, creating that strategy requires a lot of help. And most of that help, most of that information, you probably don't have because I mean, one person cannot know that much about anything. So obviously you need to put together a team of people who have done this before, who are still doing it before, preferably, and they will be willing to be a part of it and they'll just coach you from the sidelines. In our case, we were lucky enough to get a couple of advisors from various industries who helped us put together a hiring process. So your advisory board. We had an advisory board. See, that's a that's a smart thing. If you can't afford to find people, yeah. bring on advisors. Yeah, and and don't be shy about putting an advisory board because sometimes you feel like you're giving some of your power or you, you're giving some of your authority, you're sharing it. You have to in business someone's always going to go go for it. Either the yeah. customer, the vendor, the investor. You might as well start learning on your terms. At least you respect these people, you understand, you value their expertise, so give it up for them so that you know they can teach you or they can train you the right way. It's funny. I advise a couple of startups, and I sit down with them, and I help them build this out. Yeah. And you know what? I do it for free, basically, yeah. um, in exchange for some stock. Which is admirable. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't do it for free. I do it correctly. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it doesn't cost the company that much at an early stage stock is yeah. stock is cheap until it bego doesn't become cheap anymore right yeah, like especially yeah. in the beginning absolutely but there's absolutely. a lot of people that'll help you out we had a guest on the show quite a few years ago who built out parcel pending and she was talking about how she just kept asking everybody for help to get going yeah and she goes people will help you if you ask them for it it's when you don't ask that they don't help you yeah yeah i mean if you just sit and expect that they're going to find you i mean everyone is looking for help so, yeah I mean, you need to really get it out there but, but you I mean, do have to go out and tap people and go hey look at it you know i'm building a startup you do can you help me out building this piece you i'm do. bringing on advice i mean like we i mean we ended up uh, convincing someone from a fortune 500 company to come and be on our advisory board uh it recommended a lot of i mean it we had to just go after him for like 
days and weeks and you know just trying to convince him and then explain him what we want to do and luckily finally he he said yes see was, look at that persistence boom that yeah pays I, off, mean, baby. I mean we, we say we're not gonna let this go until we have you on our advisory board and if he finally caved in he's like, okay fine i'll do it <laughs> uh, but he really liked the product he liked the company liked the mission and the vision and then we vetted him just like we vet any of the employees that we were trying to hire we actually asked a fortune 500 company guy like what are you going to contribute to juice pot and then he's like well i mean you know i can tell you so much but we had a process and we still implemented that regardless of who was coming on board so step one ask for help and like yeah. go after your advisor like building your advisory board right so especially when you can't afford to pay people yeah that's probably the smartest thing to do when, at what point did you build your hiring process we we built it right as we were raising the seed round because that was a part of the question that came from the investors regarding yeah. the seed round like what are you guys going to spend our money on uh, how are you going to find, because this is a hardware, like it's 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 a juice vending machine. Like yeah. someone's going to have to support and maintain it. How are you going to find support maintenance guys? How are you going to train them? Do you have the expertise to train them? Or are you going to rely on the vendors? And that's something interesting because technical diligence from an investor standpoint was not as tough as it back in the day. Uh, for the last couple of years, people are being more, investors are being more diligent when it comes to technical. I mean, and from like various standpoints too, from from staff, like, are you, do you have the right technical staff? Do you have the capability to attract on board and maintain technical staff? Also, when you do, do you have the vision to drive a product team from a technical standpoint? You know, so you mentioned a key thing there. You Do you have the ability to attract yeah. technical talent, right? Yeah. Not having a hiring process does not attract good people. It does not because they they ask you these questions. Like they ask you about benefits, equity yeah. options, SAO. But like they, they want to know about the culture. They want to know more about like wh they what do. can you do? What's in it for me? Independent of yeah. like, I know I do work for you and you give me a paycheck, but independent of that, like what yeah. am I going to be part of? It's going to be bigger than this. Everyone wants to belong to something, yeah. right? And, we're and, and we're tribe. Yeah, yeah, it's tribal, right? It's tribal. Yeah. And you're spending almost half of your day with your colleagues, right? So this is like literally half your life. Uh, so building an environment, whether it's giving them free juice, bagels, and you know, like benefits, perks, day offs, like work from home one day, whatever you can work think from of. home every day now. Yeah, <laughs> now every day. I mean, that used to be a big deal, but now they're like. You know, it's happening every day. Not it's funny. Fun. I hate the perks thing because I think a lot, a lot of companies lean on that too. Heavily. Yeah, yeah. But now you can't do it. So it yeah. just solves that problem for me. But that's what happens <laughs> with everything. Like, you know, like yeah. you, you always overdo it. Like you never leave it as it should be. Yeah. But a benefits package is, is even a part of the hiring right. process, right? Like who's going to put it together? Financially, what is it going to cost the company? Are we going to be able to keep it up? You get these questions from investors as well. Uh, even large customers, like at some point, they'll be like, you know, are you guys going to be around for two years so we can make this? into a three-year contract you get all these kind of questions so we've learned a lot from the advisory board they've helped us significantly on how to find the right talent they've actually did interviews with us like they sat through the process they've given up precious time and then said oh so you had them sit on your interviews yeah yeah, yeah. see that's a yeah. great idea to use yeah. with your advisors how, how am i gonna right? learn right <laughs> yeah absolutely here's the thing all you have to do is outline what your hiring process is and you can keep it really simple you really only need a phone screen a on-site round of interviews, and then a decision. And on-site, I mean video too, because today there's still a lot of companies that are hiring. We've had to shift completely to video interviewing, which is great. I have not been a big fan of it in the past, but I've built up quite a few, or I've helped to build quite a few fully remote companies. And we learned a lot from what worked and what didn't work and, yeah. and how it worked. And really all what you do is you lay out the process of what that is and then lay a timeline to it. So what happens when I get a resume, 
How many hours do I take to get back to it? You just set timelines to that and that makes it much easier and much more efficient because then you can set the stage with the people that you're trying to recruit or bring in to let them know, hey, look at this whole process will be done in two weeks. Yeah, that, that was one of the very few things that we were told not to do. Like if you're gonna hire someone or not hire them, get back to them in 48 hours. Yeah, but that's Don't, what I'm saying. Yeah. You set timelines. Yeah, like or yeah. have your own timeline. But like, again- this Some is, companies are gonna take two yeah. weeks and some companies are like, Never if you're did. a startup, you should get it done in three, four days. Yeah, it also shows character and it shows that you work under some kind of a process and then, and commitment because you really, startups don't need young, fresh talent. Startups need a lot of expertise because you're trying to expedite something. You're trying to expedite product development, deployment, customer care, sales, everything, because you have money, right? You raised it, you're gonna spend it. So you cannot think like a conventional company where you have years and years to build a customer base, support and everything. You just need the right people on board. Absolutely. And regardless of where they come from, what their age is, Absolutely. a lot of startups tend to go after the younger generation, yeah. like they want yeah. young fresh minds because they're cheaper probably, but like they can pick off great people who have 20, 30 years experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not about not consultants. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not it's not about the age either. It's more about being exposed to it. Because yeah. you know, if you're building, if you're a hardware startup, you need people from the hardware industry, right? Not you cannot have find someone from software and flip them. Yeah. You don't have that time. There's not enough time for that learning curve. You're yeah. already burning daylight. Yeah. So that, and you're gonna yeah. have a lot of pressure from yeah. the investors. You are, and you know, yeah, you have your KPIs and deadlines, and they follow them religiously, yeah, right, as they should. So, I mean, so the, basically, it really helps you to have the hiring process that will get you through the day. So, you have a hiring process. What else? What else do we need to be doing here as far as making sure that we're putting a hiring process in place? Besides the hiring process, we try to keep a very clear channel of communication between all departments and all levels of management. So, whether it's high management, middle management, we try to make sure sure that people are in, are well informed about what's happening with the company and the product and the customer feedback because if you start compartmentalizing between technical business sales management people lose focus and they start wondering what are they working on what are they working for who are they supposed to keep happy like and boom there is your retention piece right yeah yeah, yeah. That's how you keep people retained. If everybody knows what's going on, yeah, that's and, all they and, want to know. and it's not something it, you assume filtering would be good, and you're trying to protect them from whatever. But like, I'm not saying they should be a part of your every little problem, but they are, they are a part of the solution. Whatever you need, it will come from your people. You have to have faith in your people. You have to have faith in their capability. You have to talk to them as much as you can. When we first started out, like we didn't really have a board, and then even we didn't have a board, we had like weekly meetings. Like even when the company was like five All people, hands meetings. right? Yeah. yeah, just just so that you know you can talk about what's important, what what we're doing, what we cannot doing. You know, do we know anyone that can figure this out for us? Can we get help? And because great our, ideas can come from anyone. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, they really do. Like our support team, like the field guys, maintenance guys, they have provided so much information to the R and D teams that the, the technology was improved significantly. These guys are not engineers per se, but they're out in the field just dealing the machine every day. And the engineers don't see the machine on the field. So as long as you let them talk on a certain level, then there's a lot of information that's coming to them, which is really helpful. All right. So in terms of plugging this into you know, one of our audience's businesses, 
What would be the two or three key takeaways that you would give to our, our audience that can help them to essentially put a process in place? Like what do they need to understand in order for them to do that and be successful? You really need to define your company, your mission, your vision, and then make sure that it makes sense to you. And then it's, it's put together in such a way that it will make sense to the people that you're going to be hiring as well. Unless you're able to convince them to, to buy into the same dream, the same vision, same vision, it's not going to work. They're just going to be paycheck guys, like in and out, punch in, punch out. Those people are good too. But where you want to go is a start. Not at a... Small yeah, yeah. yeah. As a small start in a small setup, when someone makes a difference, someone really makes a difference. Uh, when someone doesn't really help too much and just do what they're supposed to do and not go the extra mile, then it really keeps you from thriving and finding that next big customer or that next big investor. It really has a lot of damage. So the future of your, the future of your business really does rely on your hiring practices. You really have to come to terms with that. You may think your product is more important. You may think your sales is more important. You may think the amount of money you raised is more important. You can hire one guy who can raise millions over the course of weeks because he knows how to do it. Because he has faith in you, he buys into your company vision and mission and he understands and he respects that. So, uh, But that doesn't bring people on the bus. But I mean, if they, they if they understand that your, your hiring process is structured and it's coming from a place and there's this carrot and stick to it, mm-hmm. uh, and as long as they will get benefits as they perform and as the company performs as a whole and they're a part of that, then it will be easier to get them on the bus. Okay. And then they should be building out their hiring process or defining it when? Before they even go for money? Before they even go for money because they're going to ask you. Yeah. How are you going to find them? How are we going to keep them? Do it first. So Absolutely. you're doing all your projections and your yeah. hiring plan. As and soon as you have your you financial projections, well, first build your financial projections, then the hiring process, which is a part of your financial projections. Yeah. So once you have that, and then you probably will have a better chance of getting the funding that you're looking for. Because unless you don't build a team, you don't build a company. All right, cool. And in the show notes, we're going to actually provide like a kind of a sample of one so you guys can plug and play it into your business if you like. All right, John, man, we're just about out of time for today's show. But I want to thank you for your time investment today and welcome you to the Higher Power Radio community. Thank you for having me. So what would be the best way in which uh, members of the audience can find you, can find JuiceBot, find out a little bit more about you? LinkedIn would be the safest, easiest way for everyone to reach out because we're doing most of our communication through that now. Just, you know, if you have any questions regarding fundraising, how to put together an advisory board, how to create a hiring process that will work for you. It's custom. It's different for every company Yeah, because, you know, it's, it's different for every entrepreneur, but we can talk about how we can help you put together that hiring process, how that will define who you are as a company and then how to find the right talent. And if you feel like you have talent that you can contribute to Juicebot or any of the companies, feel free to reach out. You know, we'll be more than happy to. Absolutely. Meet. And then uh, what's your web address for Juicebot? Uh, www.juicebot.com. J-U-I-C-E-B-O-T.com? That is correct. Awesome. All right. Well, I want to thank our listening audience for tuning in to this week's episode of Higher Power. A quick thanks to our team, our engineer, Christopher Decker, our producers, Andrea Ballin, Shanti Ryle, and Ayla Gerard. If you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, review, and share. We're listening. We welcome your feedback after all the shows for you. You can uh, join the Higher Power Radio community at Higher, that's H-I-R-E, Power, P-O-W-E-R, Radio, R-A-D-I-O.com. We're actually just about to launch an updated version of our website. And you can drop me an email at rickatstridesearch.com. Tune in next week. Our guest is going to be Jeff Earle. Jeff is a C-level executive coach and former CEO of MobilityWare. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. 
Aloha. Thank you for listening to Higher Power Radio. Catch our LinkedIn live show every Tuesday at noon or download the podcast on iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast platform. We appreciate you joining us on Higher Power Radio with your guide to recruitment success. Rick Turner.